You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelly live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Greetings, greetings, beautiful people. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am excited to be here with you for another incredible session of the African Father in America podcast. Uh, for those who are joining us for the first time, uh, this is an amazing show that I have been hosting since 2020, around February. So, uh, you know, it's really, it's really it's almost three years since we started doing this uh, 2020 2021 2022 yeah it's exactly uh you know three years and so today i am really really privileged to be back here on the show uh but not just by myself you know i am here with an incredible uh leader you know rachel who is joining us from new jersey and rachel is the founder of uh you know, Let's Create Now, which is an amazing organization uh, that is doing wonderful work that focuses on educating the African child uh, by providing all the tools uh, for schools in villages and rural areas and also providing healthcare to children born with sickle disease and giving families to sustain, uh, giving to families stipends to sustain the children that are impacted by sickle cell disease. So Rachel, go ahead and just say hi to our viewers before we continue on with our conversation. Thank you so much, Simon. Good morning, good uh, good day to all of you. I hope all is well. My name is Rachel Panagiotopoulos and I'm very excited to be here. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, Rachel, just so you know, I haven't been live uh, for the show for almost uh, a little less than a month. And I had uh, an opportunity to travel back to the motherland. I was in Kenya for a little over two weeks. Uh, I was able to see amazing people. I visited with my mentor, my family, did some work, then got back to Seattle and went straight uh, into organizing Kijiji Night, which is one of the incredible events I produce here in Seattle. I'm an event producer. I produce, you know, events from large and small events. And I have a team of community members here in Seattle that are deeply involved and also back in Kenya that are involved with some of the work that I do. So uh, for those who supported Kijiji Night, I just want to say thank you uh, so much before the show begins. And also to those who made my life and my trip in Kenya really, really wonderful. I want to thank you as well. So uh, today, as usual, when we are here for the daily African Proverbs and the African Father in America uh, show, we talk about African Proverbs, we talk about African wisdom, but also we bring guests that, um, you know, just remind us of how great we are as a people, you know, uh, and that's why we have Rachel today. Rachel, actually, I want you to help me pronounce your last name. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> help me out. Yes, absolutely. I know this is such a long name. Uh, it's Pana Topolas. I got it. Pana Topolas. Thank you so much. Yeah, so Rachel Panagiotopoulos is my special guest today. And as I was saying earlier, we start the show with an African proverb. And today 
we are taking a virtual journey to Nigeria where they are, they are still counting the votes. You know, Nigeria is the most, uh, uh, you know, is, is the country with the highest number of people in the, in the continent. And also Nigeria is the, is the biggest oil producer in the continent. And, uh, you know, looking at the proverb for today, which says that if something that was going to chop off your head only knocked off your cap, you should be grateful. If something that was going to chop off your head only knocked off your cup, you should be grateful. Now, Rachel, I want you to think about this for a moment. I want to share three nuggets of wisdom that are related to this wonderful proverb. Now, the first nugget of wisdom says that life is full of unexpected moments of joy and fortune, which should be deeply appreciated, you know. Think about that proverb while I read these uh, nuggets of wisdom. Uh, the second one says that count your blessings as things could have been much worse than they are. And then the final nugget of wisdom says that always stay humble and uh, be mindful how quickly the tide can turn. Uh, so there are so many examples I could give in life, in politics, uh, across the world, you know, uh, whether it's giving the example of, uh, you know, what's going on in Ra between Russia and Turkey and how it's impacting the whole world, whether it's the election in Nigeria, whether it's the 2022 elections in Kenya, whether it's my own situation. Even since I woke up, I've encountered moments that I am really, really reminded of by this proverb. But I, I don't want to go into dissecting this proverb further because I have a guest to help me with this too. So Rachel, when I sent you this proverb, uh, what is it that came to your mind uh, that you'd like to share with our viewers today? Thank you, absolutely. I, I think the very second nugget you shared uh, related so much more to me that there are so many blessings to be grateful for um, if we are still here, we are still breathing, we're still alive. In fact, we have all endured the pandemic. And that was one of the most, and it really still is, one of the most difficult times in the entire world. So for us to be still here is truly a blessing because we could have been gone. We did lose a lot of family, a lot of friends. And so it was not the most exciting time of our lives, yet the, the gratitude, right? The gratitude is that we're still here, no matter how hard our situation is, we didn't get down, we didn't, we didn't die, we're not stricken in the hospital, we are walking around. And so the African proverb is very, very, very connected, very much to our times and our season now. And as you mentioned in Nigeria, Turkey, all that is going on, we still have breath and we're still walking around. So I, I find that to be very relatable to, 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 to the world right now. I love that. I love that. Thank you again, uh, Rachel. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's so much to be grateful for. And, uh, you know, this proverb really reminds us about that, really reminds us about uh, how fortunate we are, despite the challenges that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, there is still a lot that we should be grateful for. Uh, as we continue on, I just want to give, give a quick shout out to all my incredible 
uh, viewers on YouTube. Uh, M. Jewel, thank you so much. And Anne and also Brother Art, thank you for joining us. These are, you know, people who have been consistently supporting the show. And I just want to make sure I give you all a shout out. I also want to invite those who haven't uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel, take a moment and do that now. And also look at the resources we have for you in the description for this video. There are a lot of uh, opportunities and discounted programs. For example, a lot of people ask me, how are you producing this show? All that information and the apps that we're using are in the description for the show, uh, especially on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, you'll get a lot of resources. Now, as we continue on with the show, one of the questions I love asking my guest, Rachel, is really, um, what is it that happened in your childhood that continues to inspire and drive uh, who you are today as a leader? Because uh, this story didn't start uh, today. It didn't start yesterday. It started from somewhere. And so I love sharing my own story that when I was eight years old, my mother gave me a bicycle and I began distributing milk and bread in our neighborhood in Kisumu, Kenya, where I was recently. And a lot of the time when you move to the diaspora, you forget about where you came from. You forget about the challenges that life uh, presented you in your upbringing. And so this is a way for me to remind incredible leaders like you to just take us back, you know, uh, maybe when you are 8, 12, 16. What is it that happened that continues to drive the amazing leader that you are today? Oh, thank you so much, Simon. I, that's a great question. And for the most part, I was actually speaking to one of our team members last week. And I said, my dreams are coming true. And I, I had a moment to pause and reflect because as a little girl, I was always very different. And different in terms of most of my friends were the boys. <laughs> and I, I liked the challenges. I liked reading. I, I was always writing. I was always in a position where I would rather be the leader, even if it's cooking, even if it's whatever it was, I wanted to be the one leading, but I didn't want to be seen. So for the most part, I wanted to serve people. And I remember very well um, at a very young age, my mother was sick and had to go to the um, hospital. And uh, she was given an overdose at the hospital. And I thought about that for as long as till today. And I said, man, if our healthcare system at the time was really good, why would they overdose my mother? And so, I started writing a lot about the experiences. I started um, thinking about what I could do differently, but then I was still too young. So when I relocated here with uh, my father, it dawned on me that I would have to always think about the little girl, Rachel, at the time, you know, and how things affected me, how mommy was not around because of this system. And surely enough, I just started giving back again. I'll always contact my uh, aunt back home and say, you know, 
who who needs some help you know what can we do i don't have all the money in the world but i could do something because i feel like there's always going to be a little rachel or a little boy who's seeking a motherly attention and really that's all it was until it hit that why don't you just turn this into a grand organization and i can do it alone i might as well involve the village because in africa as you're aware you know the village raises you you know and whether your mother is there or not your grandmother your uncles your aunties everybody hence the name let's create together because then i felt like if i did put it out then i can get the entire village to help me continue that passion and amazingly kenya is like my second home anyway so it's 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 just all connected to me that whatever we are exposed to in our childhood we can actually turn it into a dream we can actually think about how we can impact ourselves and our society because it's not happening just for you know anything it's happening so that we will have the opportunity to see how else we can tap into that so that's yeah that's that was really a, a great time growing up as much as what happened happened i used it to the best of my ability to help others i love that i love that uh you know i love uh you know stories and you know and and stories especially of leaders like you who uh you turn tragedy into opportunity you turn uh difficulty into in you 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 solve problems no matter what the situation is and uh i i just appreciate uh you know you sharing the depth of where the work that you're doing now really came from and you know when you're living here in the diaspora it's quite easy for you to forget you know Uh, because there's a certain sense of comfort that comes with living here the roads are nicely paved the grocery store uh, unless it's the pandemic there is always something uh, where you need it you know <laughs> the park is always maintained you know uh, and of course we have the challenges of maybe you might lose your job you know maybe you might encounter a racist who might treat you um, like you're not human you know Uh, but back home there is always definitely challenges you know with getting opportunities uh you know there're just more challenges when it comes to uh you know the when it comes to finances especially you know uh and so just using your privilege uh to serve other people to continue living your dream the way you are describing it is is just incredible and uh for those who are just joining us My name is Simon Okelo. I am the host of the African Father in America podcast and we are live uh, on multiple platforms actually today. We are live on LinkedIn, we are live on Facebook, we are live on Instagram, we are live on TikTok, but we are primarily live here on YouTube because I'm testing all these other platforms for the first time. We've always been very very focused on YouTube and Clubhouse and I see a few of you asking why are you not on clubhouse today and i just want you all to know that we we're just trying to expand the footprint of the african father in america podcast and so i would definitely encourage you to join us on youtube if you haven't subscribed my channel is at okelo javan go ahead and subscribe give this video a thumbs up as we continue on with our conversation with the incredible rachel panagiotopoulos <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I think we should be friends. Then I'll, I'll master pronouncing your last name. Then you can travel me with, as your you can travel with me as your official MC, and I can introduce you everywhere. <laughs> Anyhow, so this is wonderful. And um, you know, Rachel, when you are speaking about your upbringing and the challenges you faced, and how that inspires the work that you do today, I it just kept leading me to wanting to ask you to tell us a little more about your organization you know uh Rachel is the founder of Let's Create Now uh, which is an amazing non-profit organization as i said earlier focusing on educating the african child by providing all the tools for school in villages especially in rural areas but also providing healthcare to children especially those children with uh, sickle cell born with sickle cell um you know, disease and giving their families stipends to sustain these children. Uh, why is this the area that you chose to focus on? But also, uh, I have so many questions around this. Uh, how, how did you create it? Because as I was saying, when uh, we African people come here to the diaspora, uh, in fact, uh, data says that there are more Ghanaian doctors in the U.S. than there are in Ghana, you know. Um, why did you choose to do this? But how did you start? So that those who are watching can also learn how they can solve their own problems for their own community. So speak to us about that for a moment, please. Absolutely. Well, as I mentioned, the passion had to be turned into an opportunity. And it's not always easy also in the diaspora as Africans, because as you mentioned earlier, there is some level of resistance due to racism. However, um, I'm coming from both words, worlds, and that's why you have that last name. And so I have always been encouraged and pushed a bit harder from my father. And understanding that giving back whatever it took, the hours of research, you know, the nights, sleepless nights of understanding how a nonprofit works and how to build a team. And all of that was something I studied on my own while I was pursuing my master's and bachelor's as well. So everybody has the opportunity in the West or the Western world um, coming from Africa the, the way to do it is putting yourself in learning. You have to just keep learning every single day. You have to read these books. You have to watch the videos. You, you know, again, YouTube is now a university. And thanks to you and the show even, we are here. So the opportunities are endless. And that's how I started, you know, looking into even Africa. What is the need? What is the need if I wanted to go back to help? And based on my story, I couldn't really understand which area until I studied and I realized that, wow, sickle cell disease was on top of the list of Africans, a lot of African children. As a matter of fact, close to 300,000 children are born annually with sickle cell disease. So I was, again, going back to problem solving, I was disturbed as to why now, currently, this is still happening. 
and it was just a lack of education it was a lack of people not knowing their sickle cell status and as you mentioned you know the rural areas the villages are these are our families and and i have a heart there because my grandmother's raised me so i'm thinking wow if i could penetrate to some of these places and educate them that you need to know your sickle cell status and then by knowing that you can make an informed decision as to whether you want to have the kids or not have the kids then perhaps some of these numbers will go down because it can't continue every year as we're in this type of century to keep having these numbers go up so that is how even though organically I was trying to give back, I had to make sure there was a need that the organization will fail. And so that's how come I, I got into that area. Excellent. I love it. I love it. Um, you know, you spoke about team and uh, I went to your website while researching today's show and saw the team that you've built around you, you know. One of the people that I noted there was more, you know, mobility. Uh, I want you to speak about how you are able to get him on to your board. Uh, as an example to those who are viewing, uh, so that they can learn how do they identify other leaders that they look up to, that they admire, and convince them to come close and support their vision, you know, because... Mo has a million things that he is probably involved in. I wonder how he chose to support you, you know. So speak to that. Speak to how can you convince people that, uh, you know, that you admire to join you and support your vision? Absolutely. Thank you so much. That's actually great because Mo is a extremely busy as you are very much aware and he has a whole lot on his plate uh, to be considering let's create together foundation however i believe that the talks on clubhouse and the fact that i had proof of the work you know i've helped over twenty thousand children so far and we're a very new organization we've been on for about two years only i've impacted many areas in kenya uh, actually, one of my friends, Teddy Warrior, is a, uh, also an author in Kenya. And so I believe that when Mo visited some of these clubhouse rooms and was able to link all these programs that were actually happening, he was truly impressed. And his work ethic and excellence, I believe, was everything that I needed. And I, and I believe by presenting the vision to him, and also he coming from an African background and understanding the needs of our people, I, I think he was so impressed in the beginning as to how I believe I'm truly blessed uh, that he's taking upon uh, to be part of the board members to push the agenda forward. As a matter of fact, he and his team have built the website. Uh, our new website is really up to par, it's detailed, it gives you the programs you can directly donate to. I mean, to have this opportunity is a true blessing, Simon, because it's one thing that you know Africans in the diaspora typically are not always able to work together. And so for me to have all of them on board like that, it's truly a blessing. So Mo is someone that I believe if you are able to reach, 
and you're able to present your ideas in a way where you're actually doing the work and he can see the work being done, I believe that he definitely will come on board. And so I'm very grateful for that. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, I wanted to ask that question so that those who are watching, who have an interest in starting their own nonprofit organization or just solving problems in their communities, you don't have to work with your friends only. You can work with your friends. You don't have to work with your relatives only. You can work with your relatives, but look for the right people. Look for experts. Look for busy people to solve big problems you know there's another african proverb that says if you want to solve a problem look for busy people you know because they are already used to getting things done you know so uh when i saw that i knew that you know what you're doing you know and uh, i just appreciate that a lot about you uh for those who are just joining us for the show today we are back uh on air after a few weeks of self-care organizing events traveling, organizing in-person events, because this is a virtual event. This show is a virtual event, really, uh, because we bring the community together every morning, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, uh, you know, the goal is to do this consistently, and we can't do that on our own. So I want to take this opportunity to just quickly give a shout-out to quite a few of you who have joined us. Remember, we are live on TikTok, so I see Steven and Stella and quite a few people joining us over there on TikTok. Thank you so much. Make sure you follow me over there on TikTok. Um, I also see a lot of you joining us on Facebook, on Instagram, on, uh, on LinkedIn. These are platforms that we are actually live on for the first time today. And our goal is to continue being consistent, continue being persistent. But most importantly, the focus platform for me is YouTube. And so I would encourage you to subscribe to my YouTube channel where we've been joined by M. Jewel, who has always been supporting the show, Brother Arth and Anne, and quite a few of you that I can't, I can't know that you're watching unless you comment. So if you want me to give you a shout out, um, if you're on another platform, please go to my YouTube channel at Okelo Javan or Afia Podcast, African Father in America Podcast, and I'll be able to give you a shout out uh, and also really, really make sure you subscribe. That is one of the ways that we know that you are engaged. Now, um, Rachel, you know, I love the impacts that nonprofit organizations, uh, you know, uh, create in communities. And I heard you speak about the fact that you've already served over 20,000 uh, children that need this help the most. Uh, and I also know that I'm, I'm, I'm a nonprofit organization founder myself. I've actually founded multiple organizations. And what I see is that there are also always challenges. You know, the public and the children that benefit from the work that you do they know that Rachel is like, you know, is like another Jesus. He's always working and producing results and solving problems. But they really don't know that you are also struggling uh, with raising the money to keep these programs going. Struggling sometimes with even building a, a proper board, you know, uh, trying to find another more to add to the team, trying to submit another grant, trying to ensure that the funds that you sent uh, to the motherland are doing the right thing. So I want you to talk about the challenges. You know, you've talked about the great things that you do, but talk about the challenges uh, that you face currently and then 
talk about how everyone who is watching can actually help you know how can people who are watching right now come through for you and the amazing organization let's create now.org great challenges present themselves the moment you want to pursue a dream especially a nonprofit because you're not being paid um, at least from the beginning stages and the toughest part is putting the team together and that's why I feel very privileged to have as you obviously can tell a global expert himself Mo and his team on board with me now the challenges span from not just a team but working with our people back home and getting these events across most of our people have a different way of you know relating to work or work um, format for example if i'm trying to organize an event back home and i know that we have deliverables we have a deadline we have things we have to cross it's not easily conveyed you know to them because there's some laissez fair, you know i just want to relax i'll do it another day so it's very challenging and so i'm always at the forefront i'm always speaking to even the parents directly they have my cell phone number directly i speak to them i speak to the organizers almost every single day now even if we're not having an event i'm still talking to parents who are struggling on how to mentally okay sustain themselves some mothers have had these children with sickle cell disease one or two or three kids and the care that goes into them is so intensive and so i'm not just the founder i'm also speaking to them as a you know a woman as a, a person as a human being and it's very challenging because that is time consuming and then we talk about funding as you mentioned because we're a minority organization you know there's always this agitation for people to want to give or even with all the work and all the the images and all the videos people are still not as comfortable to support and it's very very difficult it's very very heartbreaking because you can see the work for yourself and you're wondering hmm, how will we get to the hearts of the people to truly give back. So for me, this is such an important part of this entire conversation to get everyone on board and say that, look, I wasn't running Let's Create Together about 10 years ago, but I always supported somebody's organization. I always you know, gave whatever I could give to support because one, the Africans that are here, we have to support each other. We have to understand that it's going back home, is serving the purpose, the need is being solved. And so if one person is not in the name of Rachel, but right in the name of Let's Create Now, then we can all really put our efforts together and our money. Some of these families, Simon, receive stipends okay monthly we haven't talked about all the other programs where we have the comprehensive sickle cell you know we have the educational program by 
donating school materials, back to school materials. We serve hot breakfasts to children who do not have any parents to give them food to go to school. You know, we are in the hospitals. We are donating to the sickle cell pediatric units who um, cannot afford simple drugs like folic acid, penicillin. So it's an entire village of work that we need all the support that we can get. And for those of you who are listening and would like to help, please, please visit our website, letscreatenow.org. There are so many programs there that is specific you can donate to, and you can even subscribe to a monthly donation. As I say, little drops of water will always make a mighty ocean. So don't think that there's no money at all. Every money is money for our organization to help and every penny as i mentioned is being utilized nothing comes to me or the board at the moment and so we are waiting on you to really help us push the agenda forward wow thank you thank you so much uh, i just love the energy that you exude as you speak about the challenges similar to how you are speaking about the successes you know and it just shows how as a leader, you know, you're well-balanced, you know. And I feel like part of this balance comes from uh, the people that you surround yourself with. As leaders, you know, you have to surround yourself with the right people. And I just remembered another person that is on your team that we have to give a shout-out because through them we were able to connect, and that is Kesiwa. Kesiwa is also joining us for the show today. And uh, first of all, she's commenting on YouTube if you're watching whether you're on TikTok or LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. I want you to go to my YouTube channel and make sure you, you drop your comment there if you want to get a, a shout out live during the show. That is today or tomorrow or the next day. Remember, we are doing this Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And talk about Kesiwa. You know, for me, Kesiwa is amazing. She's very good at connecting people and uh, she connected us but i i just love um giving our people uh a little bit of love when we have the opportunity to do it especially in moments like now so talk about kesiwa for a moment <laughs> yes yes kesiwa is is the heart of many people kesiwa is the type of person you need because one as you mentioned she connects all the dots she connects all the puzzles and as a matter of fact she sees even beyond she brings ideas to me all the time she says rachel this has to go here we have to try that we have to try that and i am so humbled because as i mentioned even building a team is very difficult the people we started with we are no longer on the board. And Kesiwa is just an amazing human being where no matter what is going on, you know, we're in, we're in America, you know, she has her work, but it's as though she's involved wholeheartedly, passionately, and with such, you know, characteristics, I believe that she will go so far. She's already going so far. And I'm so happy that she's on my team. And I'm so happy that it's, she's an example, Sam, Simon. She's an example that we can work together as Africans. You know, we can work together and build a team and push the agenda forward 
when we have people like Kasiwa on the board because we can't do everything on our own. And connecting even you and I today, uh, I'm really, really, really humbled and I'm grateful, Kasiwa. I, I can't say how grateful I am for your input for Let's Create Now, but I know that you know that I am very, 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 very grateful. Thank you so much. Wonderful, wonderful. So Rachel, uh, first of all, to those who are just joining us, uh, my name is Simon Okelo. I am the host of the African Father in America podcast, Afia podcast, and we are on all podcasting platforms, so whether it's uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, you know, you name it, Google Podcasts, we are everywhere. So uh, we, are, we are even on Boomplay, you know, so uh, you should check us out on the platform that you use the most and especially on Apple podcast where we are a five star rated podcast, you know, check us out there and make sure you subscribe over there. Uh, but most importantly, right now I am putting a lot of energy into our YouTube channel and I would love for you to help us build it up. You know, the first thing you could do is to subscribe to the YouTube channel yourself. The second thing you could do is to give this video a thumbs up. And the last thing you could do is to share today's video with your friends and your family and let them know that today Simon had a conversation with Rachel Panagiotopoulos, who is an amazing founder of uh, Let's Create Now, uh, which is doing great work. Now, Rachel, as we are closing, I just want you to talk about how people can stay connected with you, you know, because a lot of the time when people hear that so-and-so is the founder of, of an organization, they forget that that person also has a personal brand and also has actually uh, incredible things going on that they need to stay engaged with and i feel that one of the things that as founders we always miss is to share our own stories outside of our organization so i want to make sure that you let us know how can we stay connected with you uh, and also uh, you know just share some of your final remarks before we wrap up our show today uh, and then i'll speak to you our audience members uh, in closing what is going to be happening tomorrow thank you so much rachel Oh, thank you so much, Simon, uh, for this opportunity. Thank you for running your own organization and, you know, showcasing some of us in the um, diaspora, right, giving back. Uh, I'm really very proud of you, to be honest, and um, I support, you know, the, the, the agenda that you have as well. Uh, for me, I'm a very bubbly person, naturally. <laughs> I don't take life too seriously because I'm constantly solving problems and I love to dance as well. I'm a reader, I'm an author actually. And so, um, you know, everyone can always reach out to me on all my uh, social media platforms. I'm very personable. I will have a conversation with you. I would like to know more about you and I'm just down to earth at the end of the day. And so I appreciate the opportunity that everyone has really put into Let's Create uh, from Clubhouse uh, till now. And especially, again, I want to thank uh, Mobility uh, very much. I, I really want to take that as a serious uh, moment here to thank him and his team 
uh, for believing in our organization and helping us with a great website. Again, for those of you who are looking for founders, especially looking for a great website, you should check my website out and know that uh, Mo can really put it together for you. And um, again, everyone can reach me on at Let's Create Now and at Let's Create Org on all social media platforms. I am available. If you'd like to be a volunteer, please, please feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much, Simon, for this great opportunity. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. Thank you so much, uh, you know, Rachel, for taking the time. Uh, you know, I know. I know you have a busy schedule, so just taking the time to talk about your story, to talk about the work that you're doing with Let's Create Now meant so much. Now, uh, to those who are joining us, those who are watching on TikTok, on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on YouTube, I just want to thank you for taking the time to join us for the show. You know, you have multiple things that you could have been focusing on, but uh, you chose to be here with us for the last uh, 42 minutes. This would have not been possible without my team, the One Vibe Media team. So Stella, thank you, Steven and Herald and Lavender and Taban, uh, Shamir, all of you are definitely appreciated for putting in uh, the work that makes this possible and also continues to enable the, the ecosystem that we're building to continue thriving. Now, here is today's proverb for those who don't know what grounded our conversation. Our proverb today was from Nigeria and it said, if something that was going to chop off your head only knocked off your cup, you should be grateful. That was our proverb for today. I am going to share with you tomorrow's proverb. So when you arrive, you can share with us what it means to you in the comment on YouTube. Because we are now not doing the style of clubhouse where audience members can come on and speak, uh, we, I want to share with you the proverb in advance. Tomorrow's proverb is from Sierra Leone and it says, Do not tell the man who is carrying you that he stinks. Do not tell the man who is carrying you that he stinks. That's tomorrow's proverb. So join us, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I just want to thank you again, Rachel. And I want to thank... Uh, the community and the village for continuing to support the African Father in America podcast. Rachel, you have a beautiful rest of your day. I can't wait to actually have you back on the show to talk about your book. Uh, do you want to tell us just quickly the title of your book and where people can find it? Absolutely. It's actually an old book, um, Midnight Shadows. It's on um amazon it's actually sold out at the moment but uh i'm looking forward to write more books in the future uh, and also actually i'm encouraged that you're running a podcast because i used to do that back in the day so uh, i'll try and infuse all my talents at one point but um yeah definitely looking forward to write more books um coming up thank you so much simon excellent you have a wonderful rest of your day and let me know if you need your, uh, my help with your podcast. I would be happy to share uh, what I know uh, in order for you to build you know, your podcast. It's important that we have 
many voices uh, on all these platforms because that's how we can actually uh, you know take a piece of the slice of this big bread uh, that you know is before us <laughs> anyway thank you Rachel and thank yes. you to all our viewers and uh, you know everybody that tuned in today thank you so much Rachel have a beautiful rest of your day okay thank you so much America you are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo live from Seattle, Washington, USA.